This is CM Top Dog Personals, a new series from cmtopdog.com in which I go into a bit more background about myself, CM Top Dog, in which you'll learn a bit more about my own personal journey throughout crypto and what I believe made me from what was a relatively normal man into someone with dreams and ambitions that could be fulfilled because of my journey from crypto. Enjoy. So we're going to go right back here, the early dawnings of my crypto journey, the, the very, very beginning of my first interaction with blockchain and crypto itself. So it was around about 2009, 2010. I wasn't really dabbling in it at this stage, but I remember as a young student studying, I was studying marketing, business, economics. I did a lot of that for a few years. And I remember as a young student trying to dabble in certain things, I was trying to obtain certain things from the internet and they would only accept transactions in Bitcoin. I didn't really realize what it was. I just knew it was some sort of internet currency that certain websites would use. From this, in all honesty, I didn't really learn that much and the early purchases of it, believe me, I have checked are, are long gone. We then sort of fast forward a few years and I started getting interest in um, things like Bitcoin again back in like 2015, 2016. However, throughout this time, 2015, my father was given what was called a, a diagnosis of glioblastoma multiform stage four. This is an incurable a brain tumor. It's a cancer that cannot be cured, simply slowed down. Effectively, no one survives this. I was given this diagnosis as a young man. My father, always someone that I looked up to. And in 2015, my world was turned upside down as I was brought into this sort of office room in the side of the hospital. And myself and my family were told of this awful diagnosis and what it meant for my father that effectively within 12 months he would pass away there would be nothing we could do about it and we just had to make his life as comfortable as possible now myself having a sort of high rolling job within the bank i put a lot of time into my father to try and help him i was always the kind of person that did not accept what people told me and i always tried to fight for things off of my own back so regardless of them telling me that you would have to go through chemotherapy, um, get radiotherapy in order to try and slow this down, I did look at all of the other avenues in which I could try to save him. The most important thing to me throughout all of this was that they were telling him he would die. And I felt like for my father, this would be something extremely hard to deal with. How can you sit there on a day-to-day -day basis just waiting to pass away? They initially took the tumour out of his brain um, and as part of that risky surgery, they unfortunately took away the part to do with language and speech. So as soon as this happened in 2015, my father couldn't talk, he struggled to read and he definitely couldn't write. So I then went on to learn sign language in order to be able to communicate with my father. I would go to classes during the evening. I'd come home and teach him sign language so we could at least communicate. Throughout all of this, I explored many, many different things. 
things like cannabis oil treatment. I also looked into things like ketogenic diet. The issue I had with my family was my brother was a medical professional and didn't believe in these sorts of things. My mother was extremely speculative. She didn't like the idea of cannabis being able to help any of these sorts of things and she certainly didn't like me approaching the idea of a ketogenic diet when all of the doctors within the hospital were telling us that this would make my father weaker and make things like chemotherapy and radiotherapy not as effective. This was very, very difficult for me to deal with because at the end of the day, we were being told that he would die, that he would die within a year and there's nothing that we could do about it. So to me, it felt absolutely insane to not explore all of these other avenues to try and save my father. Anyway, me and my father had a special bond. He trusted me. He knew I would try my best to save him. And he ended up living a little bit longer. We did try these other things rather than the year um, sort of time frame he was given for survival. He ended up lasting a couple of years. But through his decline, it became very, very difficult. Really, for two years, I was a 24-7 carer for my father. I would go to work, sometimes take time off work, but really, 24 hours a day, I looked after him and tried to make the end of his days as comfortable as possible. This, of course, was an extreme strain on myself. For two years, I was run down. And when his passing came, and I'll always remember this, and this is advice I'll pass on to everyone, when his passing came and he was pronounced dead on the on the bed within the living room that we, that we, that we stayed, I sort of said my goodbyes, obviously broke down in extreme sadness, but this is a bit of advice I'll pass on to everyone. If anyone passes away in front of you, the mind, the brain actually lives on for a few minutes and it haunts me a little bit to know that within his last moments, he was aware of how sad we all were. And it's still difficult to talk about this now, you can probably hear it in my voice, it's still difficult to talk about this now. So my advice to anyone, if a loved one passes away in front of you, remember the brain lives on. And those extra few minutes once the heart stops beating, those are the few minutes to get the words in that, that really mean something. Because the, the mind and the brain is still processing that, even it's a clinically declared a dead body at that moment in time. Anyway, what happened after? What has this possibly got to do with my crypto journey? Because it's extremely relevant. And this is what I'm about to share now. After he passed, I did my best to try and understand this and, and in some ways actually communicate with him. I tried many, many different things, meditation and something as well called lucid dreaming. This was something I had the extreme success with and all part of my crypto journey and story. So while I was aware of what crypto was, I was in a lucid dream and I was trying to communicate with my father I started to get this sort of strong visualization of a word coming through and it was one of iota and I was thinking what on earth is this word anyway when I woke up I started to google the word iota obviously it's got a, a dictionary definition but it was also a cryptocurrency iota part of the internet of things so I started to have a look into this. I learned a little bit about altcoins, alternatives to Bitcoin, Ethereum. And I thought, what is this thing? I ended up entering the market into something called IOTA. Part of the internet of things, they had patents with Bosch, 
what seemed like partnerships with huge organizations like BMW, where they would create a basically a virtual wallet and IOTA was the, the main currency of it in which it would have a effective AI autonomy and where transactions would be handled by machines themselves. And the, the sort of vision for this would be in the future, your fridge has its own wallet, it runs out of something like milk, it then communicates with a retailer that you need to stock up on milk, it purchases itself and it all runs through this native currency, IOTA. Anyway, I entered the market in that around about 15 or 20 cents, I believe, throughout 2017, which was the year that my father passed. It ended up erupting, and it was my first ever massive gain within crypto. It was around about 50 or 60x, I believe. I put a bit of cash into it and made money, and it was that day forward that I felt like I'd had a message from my father I'd entered this cryptocurrency and now all of a sudden had a bit, a fair bit of extra money than I ever thought was going to be possible in my life. It was at this moment in time I was hooked and I knew I had to learn more about cryptocurrency. And throughout the late stages of that bull cycle, my friends, some people I was close to, were catching on that I seemingly appeared to be able to do research on a lot of these projects, anticipate adoption or hype and make quite a bit of money out of them and we ran into a few different coins the whatsapp group that my friends were all adding adding me to and i was sort of running things we ended up hitting a few other altcoins the whatsapp group got full 256 members back in 2017 and things seemed very very rosy but for a lot of people we didn't know what would come thereafter the bear cycle things selling off and that was when I knew that, that was when I didn't know that this would all come round again. But at that moment in time, I did a bit of research and I thought that there's something big here. There's something that will continue and rise. This is a new technology. We're some of the first people to understand it and we can certainly make a lot of money out of it. So 2018, I got, I, I majorly woke up. I went on a trip to Ibiza with my friends I connected with an old friend that, um, how do I say this, put me into the, the path of hallucinogenics, the likes of psilocybin, mushrooms. Again, I went under to try and understand my sort of deep depression about the loss of my father, but also understand the hope that can be given by the things like cryptocurrency and why this message was sent to me effectively from a lucid dream. As part of this... I explored, I, I seen things within within my psilocybin trip. I understood a bit more about life. I felt reassured that there was other things out there trying to send me messages to make my life just a bit more bearable and enjoyable. Since 2018, I put myself into an extremely, an extreme regimen of fitness and diet and well-being. And throughout 2018, 2019, I exploded as a man. I started to lift heavier weights. I got a lot fitter. I looked better. I felt better. My life started to turn around. But the most important thing is I was keeping myself fit and healthy. I was doing the hard work while working at the bank. But I also had this dream, this hope that cryptocurrency would be the thing that could effectively change my life. It was the sort of educated lottery ticket, so to speak. You weren't just scribbling down some numbers and hoping for the best. You were doing the research 
and realizing that there was potential there to make some cash and get involved in a technology early that could effectively change your life. So this all felt good. And even in 2017, when I was in my sort of dark depression after losing my father and it really impacted me psychologically, I also within that same year lost a long-term partner that they couldn't handle who I became anymore. I think I lost him about six months after I lost my father. I also lost my father's mother in the same year in 2017. But 2018, 19, I started to build myself up and I actually met someone new, someone that knew of my history, someone that wished they'd met those parts of the family but unfortunately hadn't. And from there, building myself within the gym, within my work, within cryptocurrency, I found someone new and things were certainly looking up. Now you'll be aware of, of what's happened to me recently and the, the, the ending of the beginning of this story is not all roses. But I think the, the important message I'm wanting to sort of communicate to people here is what you do within the market, within cryptocurrency, you can be dealing with a whole lot of nonsense in life, really the most difficult time in your life. But as long as you've got some sort of hope, um, some sort of dreams or ambitions, entering into this type of market is a, a one-of-a-kind opportunity in, in the history of mankind. Certainly not something people could do thousands of years ago, and it's barely even something people could do 15 years ago. This is a new age, a new era, a new opportunity for effectively anyone that's listening to this. This is something that you can get involved in. And I've done it before with previous journeys, and I'm wanting to do it again now as part of this new cycle. But I just wanted to share a bit more emotion, a bit more of personal background to me as to how I even got involved in all of this and how I believe it's, it's changed my life. And it's the same approach I, I gave to my father when he was ill. I didn't want, I don't want anyone thinking, and I certainly didn't want he thinking that it was the end and it was no hope. And albeit while we explored this sort of experimental um, medication or, or therapy behind the, the rest of my family's back, the important thing for me was not that I completely believed that it would save him. And I would add now, I think ketogenic diet and things like cannabis oils can actually save some people. But I know there's certain DNA breakdowns or DNA genetic makeups that some people just simply cannot be saved. It's all programmed, unfortunately. But the important thing is that if you've got hope and if you believe, you, you can it can make your life more bearable. And as long as you've got that, it'll hopefully stop you entering into too much of a, a negative decline mentally. So I think I can kind of leave that for the first episode. It's been very short. It gives you a quick breakdown as to my sort of early entry, how normal a person I was. I will share in the next episode what happened following the, the, the trip in Ibiza in 2018, what that did for me and how I really started to explore crypto and how I then came on to be a, a content creator, so to speak, because that is an exciting part of the journey as well. I'm sure you'll enjoy listening to that. But that's been a bit of a, bra a, bit of a breakdown into my earliest part of the story. And um, I'm happy to share that. It still is difficult to talk about, as you probably heard from my voice, but it's, it's something that I, I'm proud of. It's part of me as a human, part of my journey. 
Life is not always easy, but certainly, hopefully, it's something that you can understand that I've been through, and a lot of you, I know, are going through hard times at the moment. Maybe it's something that you can take some peace from as well, that we, we are all the same, and we're all part of the same journey. Thank you for listening. CM Top Dog.